Oh, hey! Sorry I didn't see you there, this is an audio medium. If you grew up on Disney Channel shows and DCOMs, my time machine is ready for you to take a journey back to those golden days. Quick! Before the time reaches 8-7 Central! What is up, time travelers? Welcome back to the Time Machine podcast with me, Becca Stogner. And me, Hunter Martin. And welcome to our 10th episode. Uh, yes, our 10th one. Yep, the big and, and, uh, Big double digits. I remember going to see Madagascar and the wow. zebra turned 10. And I have this, and the zebra turned 10 as well. And I said, oh, double That's digits. Crazy. I got a Nintendo DS for my birthday that year, but some oh. of us. I guess. All right. No need to brag. (laughs) All right. Well, along with our 10th episode, uh, we made a little extra special. We have a very special guest with us. Everyone, welcome to the pod, Mary Elizabeth Roberts. One of our dear friends from college. My best friend, IRL. Hi, Mary Elizabeth. Hi, you guys. How are you? (laughs) I'm good. How are you? Good. Thank you for doing this. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Anytime. The door's <laughs> wide open. Anytime you want to come on. <laughs> Thank you for being part of our 10th one. It's exciting. I texted Becca after we recorded our ninth one. I said, wait, next week's our 10th. Is that a big deal? Yeah. Said, well, she, she's like, yeah. <laughs> I said, can we do something fun? So, Mary Elizabeth, I don't know if you are an avid listener to the pod, but before we get started on our main subject of the episode, we kind of like to start off the show with some Disney 411. The latest in any news that involves any Disney Channel stars. So whatever news you want to comment on that I'll read, please feel free. Okay. What do we got? So, so we have two, we have, I have two things that I brought here today. One is to do with television, others to do with um, music two stories in each so we'll go through them first so the first one is emily osmond from hannah montana and greg sulkin got cast in a new netflix i believe netflix show from the people that brought us crazy ex-girlfriend Who's which i want greg sulkin he was on wizards of waverly place as oh. he plays selena gomez's uh boyfriend mm, that means he's a werewolf me. so i thought it was funny that two Disney stars are starring in and I and I looked on Emily Osmond's Instagram to see if she said anything about it and I think it shoots on the same soundstage or the same wherever they shoot the things as Hannah Montana because she posted okay. about it. she goes wow full circle so let me read <laughs> you the description of what I don't I don't think it's a musical uh, but it's a 10 episode multi-camera comedy series and it's about Emily Osment is forced to move. Oh shoot, where'd my where'd my thing go? Emily Osment is forced to move in with her carefree sister and her sister's lovable eccentric friend. One of them is played by Greg Sulkin. So there you is have he it. The, is he the sister? He's the. <laughs> uh, is he the uh, uh, sister? No, he's the eccentric. <laughs> he's the eccentric friend. When they say eccentric, do they mean gay? <laughs> I'll it says Sulkin's character I'll probably I'll, yeah. Well, can I tell you? Yeah. Let me tell you. Okay. Greg Sulkin's character is he plays Grant, is romantic, genuinely sweet, and an often shirtless personal trainer. He has a childlike curiosity um about the world and is the kind of guy women love and men dot 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 also love. 
Oh, oh a bisexual. No. A bicon and, Emily, and a himbo? Okay. And Emily Osment plays Chelsea, an Ivy League educated intellectual who is book smart, smart and quick-witted, but lacks the real-world skills she needs to have a functional life. This sounds not very good, but I will probably check it out. I mean, it's... Mary Elizabeth, have you ever seen Crazy Rich? Uh, not Crazy Rich. Crazy Ex-Girlfriend? Um, I haven't seen it, but I've heard some of the music. Um, is, it, is this show going to be a musical? Or? I don't think so. But it's but, made but like, by... When it says by the team, like, who does that mean? I'll read it to you. Because it's probably not Rachel Bloom. If I no, it's Jack Dolgan, okay. Doug Mand, and Courtney Kane. Okay, I only know one of those names. Well, the reason I saw it is because I follow Rachel Bloom on Instagram and she posted this article. Oh, then I probably saw it and just ignored it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, right, so you, do we... you know that I love Crazy Eggs Girlfriend, but... No, that's why, that's why I brought it up. I wasn't going to say anything, but then... I was like, oh, wait, we have to talk about it. And then I specifically wanted to talk about this because Mary Elizabeth was on the pod and Becca. Um, Dove Cameron has just been announced that she's going to be in the live-action Powerpuff Girls. Yes, this I'm TV, excited for. TV show um, on the CW. I feel like this is good casting. Mm-hmm. I, it's good casting. I just don't know if I want or need a live-action Powerpuff it, it's, Girls. It sounds to me, so Dove Cameron, who's from Descendants, uh, she's gonna play the blue one, the blonde blue bubbles, one. Bubbles, bubbles. Oh my god, Hunter. Sorry. <laughs> Powerpuff Girls wasn't really my jam on Cartoon Network. I it was wasn't more Dexter's. either, but I still know their names. I was more Ed and Nettie Dexter's Lab. Yeah, Bubbles was my favorite. And I feel like Dove Cameron is right on the money. Right. It's, it's gonna be it's bubbles. it's gonna be on the CW. Does that change anything for you? I mean I I you know, I'm wary of, of mm-hmm. this. Um, I'll give it a shot, but, um, you know, the we'll CW, see what happens. The CW either, like, really hits, but the ratings are ass, or the ratings are through the roof and the show is ass. Um, <laughs> yes, and that was a dig on Riverdale. <laughs> oh, absolutely it was. Well, All right, yeah, so- I guess if it tracks, though, like, the first season will probably be good, and then the rest will be bad. Oh, no. yeah. I forgot being, like, a, I was a Riverdale stan for, like, a season and a half there. Yeah, so did, I think, when we were on college all at the same time, that's when the first season hit. Yeah. And we all would, we all would watch it. Yeah. But then it got, I was like, what I mean, am I doing? What, now it's, like, <laughs> the most ridiculous farcical thing. I'm like, what college. am I doing here? All right, so that, those are the two television stories, and so I have two music stories. Oh, wrong. So Allie and AJ just announced their first album, full-length album since 2007's Insom- Insomniatic, which gave us potential breakup song. They haven't done a full album since then? Mm-mm. They've done two oh, EPs. Oh, okay. Um, 2017's 10 Years and 2019's Sanctuary, which I highly recommend. They're great. They're so good. So... This new, are you ready for the title? Yes. This is their first album since 2007, full-length album. It's called <clears throat> A Touch of the Beat Gets You Up on Your Feet, Gets You Out and Then Into the Sun. That's the name of it? That is the full-length name of the album. Okay, Panic at the Disco. So should I, <laughs> this, is a, this could be a new uh, warm-up <laughs> to get your points ready. <laughs> a Touch, a touch of the Beat Gets You Up on the Feet, Gets You Out and Into the Sun. Touch of the beat, get you up on the beat and out <laughs> into the side. I almost said a touch of the teat, so it's a good thing I didn't go first. 
<laughs> so that comes out in May. So I will be listening. I'll be listening. A touch of the teeth makes you beat your meat. <laughs> oh. <laughs> From the Am same I... girls who brought you walking on sunshine. Am I going to have to take that out? I'll leave it up to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I right. saw that. I saw that AJ posted like a video of herself like crying listening to one of the songs that they <laughs> recorded. But she and said you were like I... relatable. I was like, I cry to all your music, AJ. <laughs> no, <laughs> but she listening. said it's her favorite song that they've ever written or recorded. So. Which one? A Touch of the Beat, Get You Up on the Feet, and, and Out and Into the Song? <laughs> I don't know which song, but it's one of the songs on the album. You know what? I can't wait to go see them in concert. It goes, guys, this is a song off our new album. A Touch of the Beat, Get You Up on the Feet, and Get Out Into the Sun. <laughs> I don't think they'll do that. <laughs> I mean, that's their album. All right. So in our last Disney 411 news story, music story is from selena gomez so she was just on the cover of vogue and she talked about how she may be retiring from music i knew i was going to get this reaction but i just thought it was interesting so she says i've had moments where i've been like what's the point why do i keep doing this um i felt like lose you love me was the best song i've ever released for some people it just still wasn't enough i think there are a lot of people who enjoy my music and for that i'm so thankful for that i keep going but i think the next time i do an album it'll be different i want to give it one last try before i maybe retire music she doesn't think the best song she's ever released is naturally because she's sorely fucking mistaken i guess not i'm sorry i I got my new Wii microphone in and I think I already broke it, but I was playing my new Disney karaoke game last night and I sang naturally and I was like, this is one of the best songs ever made. I mean, it was Selena Gomez and the scene, but like, imagine thinking that's not the best song you've ever released. It's a good song. It's a good song, but I think she's... What is that song she has out that literally the whole chorus is just her going, "Mm -mm, mm -mm, Look at me now, or something. Oh, like that. that song is so awful. Um, Mary Elizabeth, what do you think? Do you think uh, she should hang up her hat? Definitely, musically? yeah. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, the, I think Selena Gomez is like a prime example of like if you're skinny and pretty, then you can have a music career. If you come from Disney, mm-hmm. I don't think she really has much um, substance to her. Well, later on in the article, she says she really wants to try to focus on acting because she's kind of, that has been on the back burner. And she's currently filming a new show for Hulu with Steve Martin and Martin Short. Okay. So that she's good. The so, thing about that is that she's not really the, that good at acting either. See, I think she's pretty good. I think she's better, definitely better. Than, she's better at that than, yeah, but she's not like amazing. Um, Steven, Steven. Steve Martin is is interviewed for this article. I'm I'm on a personal basis with him, Stephen, Stephen Martin. Uh, side note: When I was a kid, I used to tell people that Steve Martin was my grandpa. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he's quoted in the article because they interviewed him, and he said that him, Martin Short, and Selena Gomez are like the three amigos on set. That they are having a great That's time together. So bizarre. I know. So I'll, I'll be watching that on Hulu when it comes out. All right. So if you're listening and you're wanting to get your hands on Selena Gomez music, now's the time because I don't know if she's coming out anymore. <laughs> she said Give one more a- try. She said she was going to try one last time. I mean, it, it, that is me every time Give I say- Give us naturally the explicit version. Right. 
when she, when she goes one last try that's me every time i go to the gym <laughs> I, I like i leave early and i'm like you know what tomorrow i leave early to go get mcdonald's and i go tomorrow i'm just gonna give it one last try <laughs> one last try so that is the end of our disney 411 segment i brought to you guys so and there you have it there you have it you're all caught up so becca what and mary elizabeth what are we talking about today the meat and potatoes of the evening are the amigas the cheetahs cheetahs friends, friends for, for life, life. <laughs> Quest- wait friends for life dot 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 question, question mark through, yeah. so listeners today we are talking about the cheetah girls and abroad we're not specifically talking about any of the movies we're just going to talk about the cheetah girls in full fledgedness <laughs> so the cheater girls was i'm gonna i'm gonna give you guys some stats okay okay that's okay cheetah yeah. by the numbers cheetah by the numbers so the cheater girls was disney channel's first big franchise the movie premiered in 2003 and the last movie premiered in 2008 so it was the for a couple years they had oh gosh video game they had three video games they had three movies they had three soundtracks two albums toothbrushes bedding dolls. Be- what I don't, it's just funny that that's where you went they, they had like they had three concerts so they were a big deal so the first one premiered on let me pull it up disney channel see, disney, no it premiered on cbs it premiered on august 15th 2003 where were you on august 15th 2003 i don't i don't know i was i could tell you definitely i was sat right in front of my tv right eyes glued to the screen and let me just do a rundown on who was the cheetah girls raven played played galleria adrian bailon played chanel keely williams played aqua and sabrina bryan played dorinda and only three of those people lasted all three movies. Yep. And it wasn't Raven. <laughs> and it wasn't Raven. Yeah. That Cheetah Girls came out the summer that I moved to Tennessee. And Really? Yes. I moved here in 2000. Actually, that's not true. I moved here in 2004. So okay. it was the summer prior. But when I got here, the mall that's nearest to my parents' house is the Cool Springs Galleria. And I was always like, Galleria! <laughs> Yeah, uh, I, I definitely remember, like, when that movie first came out. I mean, I was immediately obsessed with it. Um, and I, me and my, like, childhood best friend, we would pretend that we were Chanel and Galleria. Mm-hmm. I was sh- always Chanel because she was my favorite. And okay. so I'd, I'd call, we'd call each other Bubbles and, and <laughs> Choochie. <laughs> you are such a Choochie, Mary Elizabeth. I know, I really am. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and, like swing on the swings and sing all the songs and okay what really from, the, <laughs> from the first movie what is y'all's favorite song cinderella hands cinderella. down cinderella okay that's that's my favorite cheetah girls song period i think it's, well, did, it actually wasn't um originally written for the cheetah girls movie i think play the you remember that girl group play mm-hmm. um i think it was their song first and then yeah which I think is they did that for a couple of the songs in the first Cheetah Girl movie. They um, took them from other girl groups and kind of smashed yeah. them all together. 
but I, yeah, the Cheetah Girls one really set the stage for, I think, Disney's idea of, wait, let's do music. Yeah. With these right. people. Because this was around the same, this was the same year that's a Raven premiered. So I think it really set up its success that. Damn, Raven, Raven was a busy girl. She was a busy, busy girl. Mm-hmm. And I'm assuming, and if you didn't, you knew that Adrian Bailon and Keely Williams are a part of a girl group before this. Yes, yeah, 3LW. I'm really getting tired of Broken Promises. 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 The one with the lips. <laughs> and the half eyebrows. That music yeah. video is so good. <laughs> so I knew them because they were big when this movie came out. So yeah. it was, there was no way it wasn't going to be a success. Yeah, I remember seeing them on All That. They did a performance yes, and yes. all that. And and I remember like um Adrian had these like they were there was like a denim theme in their outfits and and she had these like shorts that were unbuttoned and folded down. Ooh. And I thought that was so hot. So you, you came downstairs and you're like, uh hello. Hello. <laughs> so and then know. somehow Sabrina Bryan uh wiggled her way in there. But did yeah. you guys know Keely Williams was was not originally supposed to be Aqua? It was Solange, right? Solange, Solange Knowles. Yeah. Was what? Yes. Was originally going to be Aqua. Oh my god. But then she dropped out at the at the she dropped out the last minute. Probably a wise decision on her part, but I think we would have we would still have the Cheetah Girls today if it was Solange. Yes. I, I don't think they would have lasted as long. I mean, did they last long? But I, I guess Yeah. I, I mean it was only I guess five years, but they were super successful during that time. Yes. And you guys know this was produced by Whitney Houston. Mm-hmm. Same people who brought you Princess Diaries brought I mean, you movie. can walk to Urban Outfitters today and buy a Cheetah Girls vinyl. It is there. It is available. I think it's $26 if anyone wants to get me one. It is on the wish list. It's on the wish list along <laughs> with our cameo. True. Well, it's on my vinyl wish list is what I meant. But. Speaking Side note, speaking of cameo, Listeners, uh, last week we talked uh, in depth about TikTok, Disney Channel, slash on TikTok. We know that I am trying to get Kim Rhodes to acknowledge me on TikTok. Mm-hmm. We talked about it last last week, and I saw on TikTok that she was on, she was live on TikTok. So I sent two messages to see if she would shout me out, and no luck. Hunter, Hunter, I feel like you have to like really go at this strategically and make something, make a TikTok where you are like. Dressing up in, you know, Carrie. I dress up as uh, Carrie Martin from the yeah, musical dressing episode. up as Carrie Martin, and you're saying all of her lines. Like you yeah. need to really create something big. I mean, I on the Instagram it. live, I typed in, "Kim, hey, I'm your Disney Channel darling." <laughs> no, you need to do like blue hair Carrie Martin from the Parallel Universe episode, and like skydive off a building and film it and tag her. <laughs> yes. Okay. Or like you're do the pay- bungee jumping and then go, "Hi guys." <laughs> my boss <laughs> like i'll help uh, you i'll come to atlanta i'll help right. you those are all or, very or do the tempton hotel commercial yeah those are all very good ideas i'll keep in mind but back to the subject at hand the cheetah right. girls which kim rhodes should have been in but <laughs> As she wasn't. As you know what Kim, Kim Rhodes could have done Cheetah Girls. But the Cheetah Girls could, could have done Sweet Life. <laughs> Technically, they were on I, the Sweet Life. I disagree. I think the Cheetah Girls could have done Sweet Life. They did. Yeah. I know, they but did. Like, they could have. Which, which blows a wrench in 
the Disney Channel universe we talked about. Because the Cheetah Girls, as they're... So, okay, before we get into that, so the Cheetah Girls one was very successful. It was like the most watched GCOM at the time. So then Disney was like, we need to do something with this. So this is when it started getting confusing. Because <laughs> they would perform on... I remember the first time... So I think this is when the cheetah spots started to dissolve. So from what I've seen on the behind the scenes, they all got along very fine. Yeah. Like they all went out after and blah, blah, blah. And then I remember getting a Disney Mania CD. And I looked on the track list of who was singing it. And it said Raven Simone was singing whatever she was singing. And then a little down the line, it said Cheetah Girls singing whatever I said. Why would Raven? She's a she's a cheetah girl, and then on the cover it has a picture of Raven in one corner, and then the three other cheetah girls in one other corner. I'm like, what? What's happening? So now we're performing as the cheetah girls, but as their regular selves. Hmm. What? They're it's, like they're it was not the cheetah girls, but it wasn't all four cheetah girls. It was yeah. Yeah, you know, but they're referring to themselves as like Adrian. Oh, and really? And I guess I never realized that. No, they never, when they were performing live, they never were, hey guys, thank you for coming to my show. I'm Chanel. It was, I'm Adrian, Keely, and Sabrina, and we're the Cheetah Girls. Well, I don't think that when they did the high school musical concerts that they called themselves like Gabriella and no, but that's, Ryan and Sharpay. I know, but it's, it's, high school musical isn't a band in the movie. Yeah, but I don't know. It, I don't it just, know. It was just it was just like okay, why are the three of them performing and not the four? But then no, I, yeah, I get what you're saying. Though. And it, then it gets really confusing when they make the second one, and Raven is back for the second one. Right. So they're performing without her. They're performing without her. Okay, and then they get back together, all four of them, to film the second movie. Film the second one a couple years later, which is still produced by Whitney Houston. Then they get the big guns and have Kenny Ortega direct it. Mm-hmm. Right after the success of High School Musical. And I, I don't know what you guys think, but I think, I think the second Cheetah Girls movie is the best one. Oh, I yeah. Agree. Yeah. Well, I, I've said this to y'all before, but I have to say it on the pod. The ending of the first Cheetah Girls movie infuriates me. Why? Like, I, I'm fine with the movie up until a point. The climax of the film is these three girls, or the four girls, singing to a damn dog in a hole to get the dog to come out of the hole. Yeah. It, it, I mean, the whole fact that the dog fell into the manhole and that shuts down all of Manhattan, you know, it's a little bit unbelievable. It's, a, it's very unbelievable. And then, the, and then the police officer or the firefighter or whoever there is with him is like, sing faster. It's working. Sing faster. He's Dr. Doolittle. He knows what he knows what the dog's like, saying. If you're in Manhattan and your dog falls in a manhole, like you're never seeing your dog you're again. Never you seeing just your have dog. To <laughs> but I want to know in the context of the movies, why did they name them the Cheetah Girls? Like I don't you know. know what I mean? Well, it was originally a book series. Yes, I yeah. So have you read the books at all? I have not read the books because they're unreadable. I mean, it's literally, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's so much like early 2000s, late 90s, like slang, just 
in in between every word. It's okay. really hard to read. Like delicious. I mean, also yeah, just a bunch of made up gobbledygook. I'm not sure, but I know that like the book series that these things were adapted from can tend to be like a little bit racier than what would be allowed on the Disney Channel. Like yeah, I know I think that that's in, true. Like in the Princess Diaries book series, Mia like porks and swears and like towards the end of it she's getting into some real crazy shit mm-hmm. so it i i don't know if the cheetah girls books would have been similar yeah well where, like galleria would have been like make it out with a man and like you can't say that on disney channel you know galleria is too career focused anyway <laughs> i guess so in the second one everyone knows that they go to Barcelona. Barcelona. And this is where things that came out a couple years ago about something went on behind the scenes mm-hmm. where things fell apart <laughs> royally. Yes. Yeah. So even though, but they banded together and they made the best one out of the three. So what's the fave song from the second one? Oh, yeah. Minus um, Strut. Strut takes me there. Strut takes me to church every single time that I hear it. I think, sh- my, I think my favorite is The Party's Just Begun, but Strut is, like, definitely up there. Like, maybe top three of all time. She did yeah. songs. I think my favorite one is the one where they, it starts off when they're rehearsing, and then it transforms into a real performance. Yes. Um, Which I also one is like that? the song. It's like, da da is, oh, that yeah. the one in the, is it the one where they're in the restaurant? She goes, nah, 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 nah. No, no, no. <laughs> but I also, <laughs> lo- let me look it, let me look it up. But while I'm looking it up, I also have to say my favorite song from that movie as well is the one that their friend they make. Marisol. Mar- Marisol. Oh, it's, it's called Step Up is the one I was just talking about of them rehearsing. And then the one that okay, she yeah. sings is Why Wait. So... Yeah. While they while the Cheetah Girls and Raven were filming the the second one, something went down. There's a there's a rumor that Raven and Keely Williams were about to get into like a fist fight during one of the photo shoots to promote oh the song. And I sent you guys a video. Someone recently asked Raven what her favorite memory was from the time she was filming the Cheetah Girls, and Raven just goes. The plane ride over to Spain. She didn't say where it was to. She said the plane ride over. <laughs> I think she said the interview Spain. Was, she didn't finish the sentence. And the interview oh, she did was it? like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so was it over to Spain or maybe back home? I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm assuming over to Spain because I think Spain is when everything went down. Okay. Because when she, when Raven was hosting The View a couple years ago, the mom who, who played Raven's mom, uh was there to to promote something and raven was like this lady right here if she was not with me filming the second cheetah girls too someone would have had to bail me out of jail she said that on my tv and yeah and the mom the woman who played the mom lynn whitfield is her name lynn whitfield look at looked at raven and said "Mm, barcelona barcelona so I need to know what happened in Barcelona. Yeah, because, is, there, is there nothing like have has anybody talked about what happened or is it just uh, I they've they've alluded so um I think this is a perfect opportunity to talk about uh a couple months ago or a year ago at this point when quarantine first 
started and like no one really knew what was going to happen. Raven would go on live and just start randomly going live with people on Instagram. And she chose to go on Instagram live with Keely Williams, who at the end of the life, she said that she has not spoken to since she's filmed the second one. So that was her first interaction. And they, and uh, she said, and Keely goes, Raven, one, Keely Williams is breastfeeding while this is all going on. So sometimes the the camera like goes a little low and she's not paying attention. And Raven's face is like, uh, uh, can you put your phone up, please? <laughs> so Keely goes, Raven, why weren't you in the third one? Why weren't you in the third one? And Raven goes, um, I just thought that there was some clickish ways that were happening in the second one. That when the first one we were fine, and then when I come to the second one, it was a lot different. So I think while they were being the Cheetah Girls without Raven, you obviously just get a lot closer. Yeah, that makes sense. And then, yeah, I've, I mean, I've, I've heard rumors that Keely was like bullying Raven for being gay, but not being out, and so, also for being Ke- overweight. So Keely went on live and said uh, that part wasn't true about like her bullying Raven because she was gay. I think she was just being Keely Williams <laughs> and being just y- y'all saw the dis the the video they posted someone posted the the behind the scenes of the Disney Channel games. Yeah, and they were yes. in the bathroom. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Keely- her just being Keely Will- Williams though is like her just being mean and insecure. And yes, catty. yes. And because Raven said the first time I met you. Because she was talking to Keely Williams and goes, you know, the first time I met you, you came up to me and said, well, I auditioned for the Cosby show too. (laughs) And Raven said, okay, I was three. (laughs) (laughs) So it's just interesting, interesting. And I think from what I've gathered, Raven has remained the closest with Adrian. Mm -hmm. They've done little things together here and there. And mm-hmm. she's cool with Sabrina. I don't think she has a problem with Sabrina. Right. I think the main person she had a problem with is Keely, but mm-hmm. Keely has a problem with Adrian. Right. Because oh. Adrian didn't call her when Keely's dad died or something. Yeah, something like that. And that goes, and Raven even said on the Instagram live that the relationship with Keely and Adrian goes way back even further because they were in a band before the Cheetah Girls. Mm-hmm. So they have a whole different thing going on. Because Raven was asked, um, what was it, in an interview, could we ever see a, a Cheetah Girls reunion? And she said, well, real life uh, girl groups have their problems. Just imagine a, what a fictional girl group would be like. And she goes, I think it could go sideways real quick. Yeah, I'm like, probably. I need to know what's going on. I think the one who would get everyone together would be Raven. Because she's the mm-hmm. one who doesn't have issues with anyone. Because Sabrina and Keely are very close. Mm-hmm. Keely was in Sabrina's wedding, or vice versa. So, imagine yeah. Keely Williams and Sabrina watching that season of The Masked Singer from their homes, being like, "Ooh!" <laughs> They're like, "We auditioned for this too." <laughs> <laughs> so, which and then Raven me- and Raven and Adrian watching it, being like, "Ooh!" Right? Imagine they like. 
I knew like, a little bit about the mask thing or when I was like obsessed with it for a period of time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but they go like way the hell out of their way to keep everybody a secret on that set. Like they walk everybody around with hoods on and like they like yeah, they, they're flanked by like a five person crew everywhere they go. Like you don't literally no one knows who is on that show. Like I don't even think Nick Cannon knows. No, yeah. Raven and Adrian were on what was it, the second season? I think so. They were on at the same time, but they didn't know. Yeah. It'd be like if the three of us were on The Masked Singer. And we didn't And we're watching, we're like, that's Becca's voice. That's Mary Elizabeth's voice. I know that bird girl anywhere. Well, they did (laughs) in the, I don't know if you remember this. (laughs) 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 For those of you... No one knows what I'm talking about. No. Uh, <laughs> she played I'm crying. She played a bird girl and during one of our bike checks. I was sick. I had I was completely losing my okay, voice, okay. to be fair. Okay. okay, this is why I don't know them because I wasn't in that show with y'all. Oh, I forgot you weren't there. It was basically um, yeah. just during a sound check. Do you I, not remember how bad I, I was? Well, I guess we weren't friends then. I was wrecked when I didn't get cast in that show. No. And so, then I it's okay. <laughs> so, Mary Elizabeth, explain to Becca what happened. It was, it was, we were doing a sound check and I was, you know, singing and I just, yeah. it just came out, you know, a whole octave lower than I anticipated. <laughs> like, it was, and I was sitting right next to her. It was the funniest. <laughs> like, Mary Elizabeth, soundtrack, please. And Mary Elizabeth stands up. She goes, <clears throat> so. <laughs> it was just, it was really low. Oh. And nobody ever let me live it down. Do you remember but, during oh. B&B when I would go up and do my mic check and I literally only had one thing I could say for my mic check. So I would just go, is he dying? <laughs> over and over for four minutes. Yeah. And one night I was like, Something about him makes me feel like a dangerous woman. And they were like, all right, we're good. <laughs> so that all being said, I think it would take me a minute to recognize you guys on The Masked Singer. But did yeah. y'all watch The Masked Singer performances I sent you? I've seen I, them before. I've yeah, seen okay. them before. You when, know I keep up with the show. I yeah. laughed when Raven was singing I Want to Dance Somebody as she was the Black Widow. And at the very end, she just like goes on the floor <laughs> like puts her hands on the floor so her like costume flips up <laughs> like Raven what are you doing anyway so that being said about Raven having issues with them during the Cheetah Girls 2 brings us to a rare video of the Cheetah Girls so the Cheetah Girls at this point and after performed live like everywhere like in concerts um, TV shows what have you they had a Christmas time. album, right? They had a Christmas album, yeah, which I it's still I listen to it every year. Still, yeah. So, um, Raven, the one time she ever performed live with them was on Good Morning America, and it's it's a lot. They're yeah. all doing their own thing. It's the fact that Keely and Dorinda, or Dorinda, excuse me, Sabrina. <laughs> Uh, I mean, they're both clearly lip syncing their parts, uh-huh. and only Adrian and Raven's mics are turned on. My favorite part about this is Raven knew the only reason she was there was to promote the movie, and nothing else. And the music starts. She goes, 
Cheetah Girls 2, y'all, August 17th, let's go. <laughs> and then she started singing. She goes, I'm only here to promote the movie, and that's it. I don't really care about singing this song. Well, we have to remember to tweet that on August 17th this year. <laughs> we have to. <laughs> and there's this one part where Adrian is doing that really big note, and the party's just begun, which is what they're performing. And Raven looks at her like, yes, yes, hit that note, hit that note, hit that yeah. note. I mean, like they're if, definitely, like, the best, they're, they're clearly the best singers. No, they're, no, like, Julie and, and Sabrina are, you know, they're good dancers, and, but, you God, when you, when you lose Raven, it's really. Well, Raven is the leader. Yeah. Even in the movie, she's the leader. She's first build. Yeah, she produced yeah. the second one with Whitney Houston. Yeah, she's, and, and the whole, the the um plot of the first and the second movie is like raven and the rest of the cheetah girls are having the differences it's it's yes. not like yeah. two of them and two of them it's raven and the rest of them they're having their differences yeah we get that so, scene with raven like throwing herself around the hotel room while she's packing right that, that's so also that's a good song oh it's a great song <laughs> <laughs> You know, they got their tracks, they got their track shoes shoes on because they're running. They're running all throughout that song. <laughs> like I always wanted a bed with like the tall posts, like the tall canopy posts like that, so I could grab it and be like, ugh, like when I was. Really I remember I remember in the second one. Remember when Disney Channel used to do pop-ups, like pop-up edition? Yes. And during the movies, they would like pop up fun facts. Yes, yes, yes. yes, yes. So during the second one, uh, during Amiga's Cheetahs. You know, Raven has that weird hat circular that looks like mm-hmm. a toilet seat. Looks like a, like a red <laughs> toilet seat. Yeah. Um, it does. Well, the, and it's because there's like a giant hole to put her head in. I mean, it's like a visor. Visor, yes. A visor that goes all the way around. <laughs> That's what I was looking for. Toilet seat, toilet seat, visor. <laughs> um, broken toilet seat, toilet seat. <laughs> <laughs> What's another word for a broken toilet seat? Ah, visor. Uh, <laughs> So, and the reason they had to uh, cut a hole in the middle is because the hat kept falling off. Oh, my God. And I, I remember that fact very well. I used to go ape shit for the pop-up editions of movies. I remember during high that school, That was where school I would two, get my Lucas Griegel scraps, was from the pop-ups. Right. So, Cheater Girls 2 was the swan song for Raven and the group. Yeah. Which, if you're going to leave a group, leave it on a high. Yeah. You know, and... At, at this point, Raven was so established with That's a Raven and her other things that she was like, I really don't need to do this if it's causing drama, mm-hmm. you know? So Cheetah Girls 2, it got uh, amazing ratings, higher than the original High School Musical. Wow. Because this came out after High School Musical. <laughs> it was like, wow. I mean, I, I believe it. Um, I, for me, For me personally... I know this is this may not be a popular opinion amongst this group, but Cheetah Girls I think is just so much better than High School Musical. Ooh. I I've always felt this way. You're talking to some Wildcats over here. Mm-hmm. I know I am, but mm-hmm. I'm so passionate. Wildcats about versus Cheetah Girls. Cheetahs. Well, I didn't I didn't like grow up on Cheetah Girls as it was coming out. I guess like because that was too girly for me at the time. <laughs> like I was still a grungy little gremlin and like. I like I as you did as you did the we're all in this together dance. <laughs> yes. But I, I watched every single high school musical when it came out. So like yeah. if I had done that with Cheetah Girls, maybe I would feel differently, but I didn't see Cheetah Girls until 
later on down the road like after at least two of the high school musicals have already come out i think Hmm. interesting and like i said before running through the stats uh along with the three albums um for the along with the three soundtracks for the movies they had two albums one Mm -hmm. was a christmas album and i know mary elizabeth you love the christmas album right Mm -hmm. yeah isn't there like a, a one song that you always bring up yes five days till christmas Okay. It's only five, four, three, two, one. <laughs> yeah, remember, and then there's also TCG. The other album is TCG. Yes, which with no Raven, of course. It's no Raven, but it's not connected. It's this is when they wanted to be an actual group. Right. Raven's not on the Christmas one either, is she? No. No. Yeah, I didn't think so. Um, but yeah, this is like when they like came out with their own like album like a jonas brothers yeah type deal so raven, was it connected? raven is really only a part of the fictional cheetah girls then she's not really right. ever yes. been a part of the irl no right. that's so but, weird but, but then it, but then that's when it gets weird because then raven's not a part of the fictional cheetah girls either by the end i know so, so <laughs> then it turns into like wait what are we doing but i remember the one song that would play in between disney channel commercials that was a Real life Cheetah Girl song was the uh, it went fuego 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 yes. fuego. Yes. That's, that's the, the only that's it's the only good one. Yeah, it's the only good song off of um, the TCG did you, album. Did you have TCG? I did. Yeah, and I I almost listened to it again today because you know doing research and stuff. But <laughs> honestly, I was like, Fuego's the only one that's going to be good. I and I know Fuego, so I'm not going to listen to it. <laughs> I, every time you keep saying TCG, I keep thinking you're going to say TCBY. <laughs> I miss TCBY, bro. And I'm like, oh, Cheetah Girls had their own uh, ice cream flavor? <laughs> wow. No, TCBY was loyal to uh, Arthur Reed. Yes, 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 yes. Excuse me. Um, but that was before... when I had Superman. I would get the ice cream from there that was like teal and it had Pop Rocks in it. And my poop would come out colored and like fizzing from the Pop Rocks. And my parents were like, nice. you can't eat this anymore. Mm. <laughs> it was a spicy mm. shiitake. <laughs> mm, I'm hungry now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm going to go for some Pop Rocks. <laughs> <laughs> you know what would be good with this podcast? Pop Rocks. <laughs> some poo-poo um, Pop Rocks. Some... Poo- Who ordered the poo-poo Pop Rocks? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I want to watch that now. Before we close the book on Cheetah Girls 2, I have to... Um, bring up the fact that I looked while looking at the album, Raven has three solo songs on the album. Oh, what? Yes. So we have songs on the album that are like Cheetah Girls, The Party's Just Begun, The Cheetah Girls, Strut, The Cheetah Girls, It's Over. Then you have Raven Simone, Do Your Own Thing, Raven Simone, Everyone's a Star, Raven Simone, It's Gonna Be Alright. So she had solo songs on this album and no one else got solo songs. I I never realized that. Yeah. Maybe those were like Raven songs that were already ready and they just put them on there or like. Maybe, but it's on the album and it's credited on Spotify as Raven Simone. So she had her own songs on the Cheetah Girls 2. Right. But like, you know how Lucas Graviel technically has a solo song in High School Musical 2. Yes, but I think, I just think it's different because I. No, it's obviously different. (laughs) I don't, Uh, I don't. Raven have a solo album? 
Yes, I want to see a backflip. Yeah. Hot Wheels. Yeah. So at this <laughs> point, she had, had her own. Like, yeah, but it, that's a Raven soundtracks at this point too, which she was like the main focus. Right. Of so I'm sure since she was going to be the producer of the second one, she was like, I want my, I want songs. She was like, but let I'm me put sh- something on there. <laughs> they said Raven. Yes. I thought you were Cheetah Girl. Why are there three extra songs with your name on them? <laughs> they said, Why did I mark you absent? She said that was intentional. I don't want to be another one. <laughs> um, so I just thought that was funny. So I'm sure that caused like what I'm sure Keely or Adrian were like, why don't we get another? Why don't we get a solo song? Anyway, I, I, won't, I won't hear any ill will towards Adrian. I mean, she's she's still my favorite. No, I like I, I like Adrian. She's an Emmy Award winning host. Yeah, yeah. I, and I don't and I don't believe that she was ever mean. To no, no. Based no. off, <laughs> based off what. I've seen presently with Raven talking about Adrian. Mm-hmm. She, like she said in an article that she would work with Adrian like right. any day. So they're fine. So that brings us to Raven is no longer in the group. Raven said, see ya. Um, I'm out. Off to summer school, Off as to- they said. <sighs> anyway. So then we got Cheetah Girls One World, which can I tell you what else came out that same year? Mm-hmm. The Disney menu was full. We were being fed. We had full stomachs. <laughs> so, 2008. Hannah Montana movie. High School Musical 3, senior year. And Camp Rock. Yeah. Wow. And then you have Cheetah Girls 3. <laughs> that's, a, that's a big year. And I feel so like all of yeah. those movies are much more successful than... Yes than like anything we get now it's just it's understandable that that was the flop so one of them had to be the flop obviously everyone knows the third one no one remembers it they all they remember from the third one is that raven's not in it i remember the song going one world yeah so because it was playing on disney channel but that's the only thing that i knew about it yeah so cheetah goes three they go to uh India. India. I was like, where yeah. it It should be known and, that I texted Murrin Hunter today and I was like, I've never seen the third one. And at this point, I'm too emotionally incapable to watch it right now. So I'm just <laughs> not yeah. going to. I don't think I had seen it since it first came out, but neither have I. And I, I said, I, I need to watch it for the pod. Yeah. And, and I was going to rewatch it and I, I couldn't make it. I, I mean, I just you know what? I can tell you all you need to know. <laughs> is give us the lowdown. I'll be the bearer of bad news. <laughs> it's bad. So it's bad. So now <laughs> the real life cheetah girls and the fictional cheetah girls are blending into one because Raven is not there. And throughout these first two movies, Raven has always been the one who wants to keep the cheetah girls together the most. Correct? Am I wrong in yes. saying that? She's the one who is more focused on the career more than yeah, everyone. She, she's definitely way more focused and is like, and that's what the that's where the you know strife. Why? Yes. Isn't it's, that, because, it's because the other girls aren't as focused as her. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't exactly. that why she leaves? Because like one of them is dating a man and she's like, ah. <laughs> so she gets upset and leaves. Uh, well, yeah, the, the excuse se- is that she is in summer school. But yeah, the third one, um, they're grad they've like graduated, it's the summer before college or something. And Raven is in summer school in London. Cambridge. Yes. Isn't Cambridge and London, Cambridge yeah. University. So she, they're 
And oh, wait, it's one line it said in passing where she is. Why would and she it, go to London for summer school if she's in, she because in New York? I don't know, because the first part of the movie, they're in New York. To study abroad, I guess. So I, I guess know. they like needed her to be out of the country so people aren't like, why is she's down the road? Just go get her. Right. Um, but it just doesn't make any sense no. with the first two movies because she was the most, like, like we said, career-oriented. And then they go to India to star in a movie that someone's putting on. And throughout the whole movie they're just scared that the cheater girls are over and they're not going to sit together and i'm watching and i'm like you're correct the <laughs> cheater girls are not together anymore because the main cheetah has left yeah and dorinda has a line she goes i'm just afraid everything's changing and it's i'm sitting there it's just saying it's changed it's changed so that's why this movie's changed. stupid mm-hmm. because what they're worried about has already happened and they're not acknowledging that it happened you know? And we all knew, too. Like, So, I feel like maybe the movie would be different if the reason they don't want to change, if they're scared to change, is because it has already changed. And they could have, like, put that in the plot. But they, there's no mention of Raven's character other than that one line at the very beginning. Other than that, she's not mentioned again. Yeah. yeah. And I think she's, they show, they have, like, a scrapbook that they bring yeah. to India and she's on the, there's a photo from the second movie. That's mm-hmm. it. So it's like, okay. And Winnie Houston is not producing the third one. Kenny Ortega is not involved in the third one. So that just I mean, the third, it was doomed from the start. Yeah. Yeah. Without the main player, like it'd be like, I'm sorry, Sabrina, if I saw you in the grocery store, I'd be very excited to meet you. <laughs> but if you were not in the third one, I don't think it would have as much as. Uh, okay, so when I, when I like was first um, getting on to the internet in like sixth grade or fifth grade or so, I joined a Sabrina Bryan fan group. <laughs> and I was on a Cheetah Girls fan site, and then I saw that Sabrina Bryan had one and she was like involved in it. And so I joined that one. And it was through, I think it was called Ning. Do you all remember that? Huh? No. Okay, no. But um, it was basically like Blogspot. But okay. okay. Was, um, I wasn't allowed on a lot of stuff. I mean, I shouldn't have been allowed on it because like I, I got contacted by like spam bots sending me to porn sites, you know, from the Sabrina Bryant group. So I'll <laughs> <laughs> like, have to say, I'll have to say I was a big Sabrina Bryant fan. And like, I remember when she was on Dancing with the Stars. Yes. And I, do I that. cried when she didn't win. Yeah, I remember it because she was a like the best dancer on there. I remember that. Yeah. So I'm sorry to say that when the third movie came out, it was not a rating success. <laughs> I'm sure Shocking. it wasn't. It was the <laughs> lowest rated Cheetah Girls movie. I mean, you can't yeah. drop that and then also drop Camp Rock and HSM3. Like we were all at the theater seeing HSM3 when it was airing, probably. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> so like, um, and going back to Raven's Instagram live with Keely Williams, Keely said, we all know why the third one didn't do well. It's because you weren't in it. And Raven goes, that's not true. And Keely goes, yes, it was. Disney tried to blame it that it was because the Olympics were airing at the same time, but we all know why, just because you weren't in it. The Olympics. 
Yeah, it's definitely just because. I mean, it's also it's just interesting that you would like say though that High School Musical is the better franchise when like High School Musical goes out on the highest note that it could possibly go on with like a big budget theatrical release with everyone there, and Cheetah Girls goes pissing out the door with its tail between its legs, missing a key (laughs) member with the lowest ratings in history. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just interesting. Uh, Mary Elizabeth, your rebuttal. I think that. Without Cheetah Girls, there would be no High School Musical. Points. That's a valid... Okay, yeah. That's a valid point. <laughs> and I think the second uh, the second Cheetah Girls movie is just... I do it, have it's to... literally top-tier DCOM content. Like, that's... I think it's some of the best of the best stuff. Like, it's unbeatable. The music, the plot mm. is good. Like, the locations, it's beautiful. The costumes I mean, like, are amazing. Like it's really on. good, but I would not put the girl growl power. Come I would on. not put Cheetah Girls two above any of the High School Musicals. Well, I mean that's, that's me, but like that's, that's I, just I you. wouldn't. We don't have to agree on this, Becca. I know, guys, guys. <laughs> ag- now, what if I came rebuttal? Mean like I think Camp Rock is. <laughs> you would just be flat out wrong, though. I, I would be wrong. I would be wrong. I, I admit that. To be so, fair, two stars from Camp Rock gets stuck in my head far more often than a lot of other songs that I like. Like what? It literally any other song. Like every so often now, my brain is just like, look at you, look at me. I, I didn't even like that song growing up. But going up to what Mary Elizabeth said, Cheetah Girls was a very important group and franchise for the channel, for Disney Channel. I mean, there was, I I feel like it's just as popular with High School Musical, if not on the same caliber. I think High School Musical has outlived Cheetah Girls. Oh, for sure. It's, it's, you know, it's always number one. Well, do you remember that there's a video of Cardi B singing Cinderella, you ever seen that? No. Yeah, she's singing on her Instagram story. She goes, "You yeah. remember this song from the Cheetah Girls?" Both properties like live on. Like you can say High School Musical or Cheetah Girls to anybody today, and they'll know what you're talking about. True. True. Descend- yeah. Descendants is not going to be able to say that. Well, that's be- well. I feel like a seven-year-old could argue, "What is High School Musical?" <laughs> yeah, Gen Z. Is and they'd be like, "Descendants is my life." I mean, maybe, but like, I'm not counting a seven year old's opinion as relevant to me. So, <laughs> is it Just weird wait. that a seven year old was born in like 2015? I don't want to talk about that. That's it. I was taking no, a it, that would be that would be six if we were born in 2015. Yeah, 2021. You made some points. You made, you, all know, <laughs> <laughs> you made the correct points. Somebody uh, applied for a job at my work and her ID said that she was born in, I think, like 2004 or five. And my manager went into the office to scan her ID and I was in there and he, like, we just looked at each other and we were like, how does this person exist? Get her out of here. <laughs> so, fun fact. Did you guys know that after the success of the, of the first Cheetah Girls movie, Disney Channel wanted to make a TV show. No. Of the girls, but Raven could not do it because obviously. Yeah. Raven, that's a Raven. That's a Raven. Is wait I mean, when did a better decision? When did Cheetah Girls two come out? Cheetah Girls two came out on August twenty fifth, two thousand and six. 
So the same year as High School Musical. Yeah, yeah. But before, like that summer, I think High School Musical was in the fall. No, High School Musical was in early 2006 because the movie takes place like in January. Yeah. Did it come out in January though? uh, It came out January 20th, 2006. Damn, why was I thinking it was like way later? So High School Musical had 7.7 million viewers. And Cheetah Girls 2 had 8.1 million. Wow. So Dang. when it premiered, it was the highest rated one of all time. And then High School Musical 2 said, Wapow! High School Musical <laughs> said, uh uh uh. High School Musical 2 said, I have the power of God and anime on my side. <laughs> so can I tell you guys an embarrassing story? Of course. Yeah. Uh, I saw the Cheetah Girls live. How is that embarrassing? That's not embarrassing. So did I. Because I was embarrassed going to see them. Why would you be embarrassed? So this was after the second one. And this was this, I think their tour happened the same year High School Musical was touring. So I thought I got tickets to see High School Musical on tour. How? What? And I got cheer girls. And I was like, um, I don't want to. <laughs> so my little sister went with me and my mother. And I remember going into the arena with a hoodie on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm and, I'm not sure like I'm not sure which tour that was. I saw two tours of the Cheetah Girls. It was I think it was the one right after Cheetah Girls 2, because that was the title of the tour. Oh, okay. It was the Party's Just Begun tour. I think okay, so I think um, do you remember who had who was like their opening act? It was Everlife. Oh, I remember it being Allie and AJ. So I think at different points of the tour, because at some point Hannah Montana was the opener. At some point Vanessa Hudgens was the opener, and I okay. said, "Okay, so at least maybe it was like a regional." Yeah, so I was like, "Oh, okay, at least I'll get to see Hannah Montana or Vanessa Hudgens." And then I saw Everlife, and I said, "Are these the people who sing in Space Buddies?" this this lineup is sacked um so i remember seeing it and you know how they play videos before a concert on the screens Mm -hmm. so they played ads disney channel ads and they they did a promotion for the high school musical soundtrack the whole stadium screamed at the top of their lungs screamed and then they did an ad for the cheetah girls 2 soundtrack and it started with a close-up of Raven. And I was like, what's yes. up? We're, we're the Cheetah Girls. Crowd went crazy. Oh, my God. And I'm thinking to myself, I know Raven's not going to be there. Not, not going to be mm-hmm. here in 10 minutes. But I remember them all. It was like the summer or something. And they performed a Christmas song. Yeah, I remember that, too. Um, that was odd. I, the first time I saw them in concert, I, I remember thinking Raven was going to be there. Mm-hmm. And then when they came out and it was just the three of them, I was, I remember being pretty disappointed. But and I wonder if it's the same uh, reaction of people saying the High School Musical concert and Zac Efron not being there. I think they made it pretty well and clear that Zac Efron was not going to be there, though. Yeah. Like, that, they, they, like, they were pretty clear about that was Drew Seeley's game. Yeah, they like announced <laughs> Drew Seeley was going, like people knew that Zac was filming Hairspray at the time. Did they? Yes. 
because that was like why he wasn't there and everybody knew that but that's yeah. not why i wanted to go right oh well we all know why you wanted to go mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> you wanted to see corbin blue <laughs> yep that's right you're, you're a number big, one guy my man one. my corbin blue you're corbin. you're you're a, you're what they call a blue baby i'm a i'm a chicken i'm a chicken corbon blue that's <laughs> what i am <laughs> so i so i have ex- i have uh a personal connection <laughs> with seeing them live they were uh, they were good i guess they oh, so yeah. I, I i went to our town green it greenville and adrian bylon kept saying greensville Ooh. she's like what's up greensville I said, that's gonna bring the crowd down <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly yeah so See, this is um a different disney channel star please concert. please hey anything, anything on, on topic yeah the first concert i ever went to was the hillary duff concert okay and i was front row i was six years old <gasps> front row front row but on the side okay so not not like in the pit but on the mm-hmm. side um but she would come to the side and, uh-huh. and touch people's hands and um i would me and my friends and whoever's mom we were with we would try to you know get over there and touch her hand but i was so little i literally got trampled and oh no like, pe- people stomping on top of me oh my god and, like a security guard had to like peel me up <laughs> off the ground <laughs> i don't know if i knew that imagine yeah. getting trampled and, imagine imagine going to the hospital because you got trampled at a hillary dove concert yeah and then they told hillary that she couldn't like touch people's hands anymore because i got, got trampled well did you get like at least, a, <laughs> at least like a free merch for no that? i should have been able to go backstage for an ice pack you should have you You should have been able to rest and recoup with hillary dove i think so they should have taken me to the green room (laughs) (laughs) gordo's there (laughs) i'm like gordo why are you always here he's the roadie (laughs) so that's the cheater girls guys they're cheetalicious do they stick together no <laughs> i will tell at, at least the three of them do they i'm, I'm hopeful that there will be a reunion one day i think i think the one who's most hopeful is raven and i think she will be the one to bring everyone back together the one who left will be the one who comes back and brings it all together yeah. just like jesus yes and i do mm-hmm. have to say <laughs> i mean raven is jesus um but you're besides right that, you're right I do have to say that because Raven went on Instagram live with Keely Williams, after she ended the live, we got one of the best memes of her making a sandwich and just laughing. Does everyone know what I'm talking about? Yes. And she said in an interview that she started laughing because she just couldn't believe she just talked to Keely Williams. I mean, that is so understandable <laughs> after what they had been through. What a great And then yeah, it's like the first time you talk to her, it's like she's breastfeeding the whole time. You're like right. trying to have this conversation in front of thousands of people. Like, 
Raven is That's like, a lot. Raven is like, okay, can you can you put the therapy in work? Literally, <laughs> literally, her face. I'll just I could literally screenshot. see like Raven and like a That's a Raven get up, like trying to have a conversation with like a teacher who's nursing on That's a Raven. She's like, could you not just put the therapy in work? <laughs> She's like, <laughs> she goes, okay. She's like, okay, that's a nipple, that's a nipple. <laughs> and Orlando sure. Brown's like, where? Orlando knocks the baby out of the way and he's like, Ariel's. Oh, wait, I forgot Adrian Bailon was in Nuts of Raven as well. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She was a mean girl. Yeah, I wonder if Raven wanted her to come on. I'm sure that there there had to have been some conversations like she that. was she was Muffy, wasn't she? No, she was uh, Alana. Right, there was Alana, and then Muffy was the blonde one, and then yeah, and then, and then oh, Loka. Yeah, well, because then by season four, it's just Muffy like by herself. Because girl. that may have been when Cheat Cheater Girls two went down. Raven said, "I don't want any Cheetah prints in the on the set of That's the Raven." So. Well, Mary Elizabeth, as you know, we like to close each episode with a Disney Channel lesson we learned. Mm-hmm. And I feel like since you are spe- you are our special guest, you can be the first person of the pod to tell us what you learned today. Um, I mean, I think wear your spots with pride. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, I think really you, for me, I I carry the spirit of the Cheetah Girls with Uh me every day. And I don't know of a greater lesson learned than that. Yeah, I I agree with you. I would say that I learned that if you release a movie and it does better than any movie of its kind has ever done before, and you have the opportunity to make another one, but you know it's not going to be as good. Maybe you just like shouldn't do it. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to I'm going to write that one down. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's it's always better to have two really good things than two really good things and one kind of shitty thing. Mm-hmm. I I think my lesson is going to be if you ever want to reconnect with someone you haven't talked to in 10 years on Instagram live, make sure they're not currently breastfeeding. that's that's the current that's the lesson to live that that is the the lesson that is the teachable moment yes you listening keely put your titty away (laughs) (laughs) so i i don't want this to seem like i'm anti-breastfeeding i'm very not no 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 no. it was just a joke no of course of course of course of course it was just a conversation that maybe warranted a little bit more focus Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly exactly and not when you're trying to reconnect with someone you haven't talked to in right years. like I can't imagine I can't imagine like trying to have a conversation with someone I had beef in high school and then being like hold on and like whipping out their boob and like I could and while and while the other person is making a sandwich like while you're making a sandwich right there's a both of them are at fault if not focusing correctly (laughs) well that is a situation that literally could have only happened in 2020 oh of course like this because the circumstances were such like there is no other way that that would have happened of course of course um so mary elizabeth where can people find you if they want to learn more about you oh i am at 
Mary Elizabeth R underscore on Twitter and Instagram. Um, if anybody checks me out, you'll be shocked to find out that I'm beautiful as well as funny. So <laughs> it's for you to enjoy. <laughs> you can, if anyone wants to find me or follow me, follow for a follow. <laughs> on, Inst- <laughs> on Instagram, it's uh, Real Hunter Martin, and on Twitter, it's H Cameron Martin. All right, we're, yeah. we're also on Twitter now. <laughs> yes. At, um, oh my gosh. At Time Machine on Twitter. Yes. We are Time Machine Podcast on Instagram as well. If you're not and, following those already. Yes, and we also made a Spotify playlist. Your favorite throwback uh, <laughs> tracks are all in one. Well, Hunter added all the favorite throwback tracks, and then I went through right at the end and added like seventeen Lucas Grabeel songs. Yes, there's one. There's one Christmas song on there, and it's Lucas Grabeel's uh, version of "Let It Snow." And it slaps. But it's it's okay. Well, I didn't realize I didn't realize that you. Bing Crosby see. would like a word. <laughs> I didn't realize that you could see who added what to the playlist. And yes, right already. And you ha- and you have a pro- like. Then I was like, it doesn't fucking matter because everyone would have known the best anyway the best part is me. you have the best part is you you have a profile picture on your account so it's just a, a letter of is my he? name and then all of a sudden like five pictures of becca um by my man yes, where i'm supposed to be the playlist is called the time machine playlist and it's three hours long so if you're just in a mood for throwbacks there's there's a lot of good ones there's cheetah girl songs from just the second one <laughs> i mean yeah radio one. disney is gone so yeah this is, so this, this is, is the new radio up. disney we, have, yes. we gotta step up this is our time to shine. so yes instagram time machine podcast twitter time machine it's brand new uh spotify playlist the time machine playlist all right becca your turn um if you want to follow me on stuff i'm heyo it's becca on instagram and twitter h-e-y-o you can also check out my other podcast, Youth Group Survivor Support Group. If you're an ex-evangelical, that's a good time. Um, my YouTube is also Becca Stogner. If you want to see me reviewing some uh, Robin Williams flicks. Didn't do it this week because I was <laughs> sad, but we'll be back at it later again. What's your next one? People can be on the lookout. Uh, the Fisher King and Hook Ooh. are my next two. Nice. I was supposed to do Fisher King today, but I put it off. Right. YouTube will always be there. Right. So there you go. Well, Mary Elizabeth, thank you so much for hopping on with us to celebrate our 10th episode. Thank you so much for having me. Please, if mm. you ever want to come back, let us okay. know. I will. 10 episodes. Right. It's Ten almost episodes. like the party's just begun. <laughs> August 17th, y'all. <laughs> hey. Disney Channel. Yeah, the party has just begun. Here's to 10 more. <laughs> that's it i'm only doing 20 <laughs> then i'm out then i'm done all right well um as we like to say see you later time travelers buckle your seatbelt. <laughs>